Famcast Media. And we are live here at Lucky 13 Saloon. Uh, what's up? We got D behind the mic. Yo. We got Jamal next to me. Yeah. And we have a very special guest today, Meijin. What's up, guys? It's good to see you. You too. So, Meijin is one of our longest running dancers here. I'd like, if not the longest, no? I think the longest dancing dancer. I think so. The longest standing dancer. Say that three times. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have to carry me a little today. I just did a five-day motorcycle trip, and I'm fucking exhausted. All right, so all right. You're going to have to help me a little bit. Um, so how are you? I'm doing really well. Well-caffeinated, well-rested. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Dmajan is one of the only dancers that does not drink. You don't drink at all? I nope. do not. Which is great. Oh, good. Yeah. She doesn't get sloppy. I mean, she drinks <laughs> fucking Coke. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Diet Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke. Do you drink Diet Soda? Yeah, it's 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 I know, it's just as bad for you, if not yeah. worse. Yeah, that's not good. That's not fucking yeah. good for you. You're fucking jacked though. Listen. <laughs> when you see I'm, a fucking, fle- I'm flexing at the mic. See, look at that. <laughs> like, listen, I've seen people when she fucking does tricks on the poles and shit pill pole and stuff like that. You got people like wah fucking clapping and screaming. Like, dude, you a rocket. What's your 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 Instagram's Rockstalker? Rocker Stalker, Rocker yeah. Rocker She rocker stalks the shit out of that fucking pole. <laughs> she does. Like, it's like, listen, there's some girls up that, that get up there and just kind of hold the pole and look cute and shit like that. Major uh. fucking works it. So, um, props to you. Thank you for oh, uh, thank you. being what <laughs> no, one of, I, uh, dude, I saw her on her IG page, but I, I rocker stalkered your IG page. And <laughs> tables have turned. Yeah. yeah. And, and dude, she was like, like, I don't know, you flipped upside down and then this fucking Spider-Man pulled yourself up the pole. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Dude, she does. So, like, she'll be up top and then go so, shooting down to the bottom and not fucking hurt herself. You know what I mean? It's kind of amazing. It, 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 lo- it looks, I swear to God, it, it looks like it looks like, like CGI'd fake. When you climb up upside down, I'm like, how the fuck is she pulling herself up here? Do you, do you have to go to the gym, too, or do you just do it to stick with the pole? I mean, there's a lot of people that just do pole, but I... I also do Pilates as like cross training. I go to the gym sometimes too. I'm just, a, I'm just, yeah. I've heard that many a times, but, <laughs> but uh, I just have like a lot of pent up energy. So I feel like I need to like go that's, some, go get it out somewhere. That's so where you let it out. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. That's I a good it. outlet. Yeah. Dude, she'll fuck all three of us up, bro, in a fight. Oh, yeah. I, I just see it. Her. <laughs> just just one punch and I'm gone. Dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would. She would, I, she would. I mean, we should have. We have a little cage match back. So yeah, three of us against her. <laughs> so come out, like, oh. pay per view, bro. Come yeah, on. Fuck yeah, yeah. I went fuck to my that. first WWE thing last night. Oh, oh yeah. you went to Madison MSG? Square Garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. So uh, I'm ready. Fucking a. <laughs> that was the first night Vince McMahon wasn't in charge. Yeah, it's good. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, he retired. Triple H and Stephanie, bro. Fucking a. Fucking a. Um, so. I'm not going to ask your age. How long have... Uh, <laughs> I'm 36. It's okay. Oh, uh, yeah? No <laughs> way. Yes. No way. Yeah. Dude, right. you look like you're like fucking 22, 23. Well, thanks. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> she works it. And she's fucking responsible. It's nice. She comes in here. She fucking does her thing on the pole. You never hear, wow, Meijin was a fucking asshole tonight. You don't hear that. You don't hear, oh, you should have seen who Meijin was making out with in the corner. You don't hear that. You know what I mean? It's good. That's why it's good you don't drink, you know? So you don't make those fucking mistakes that we all make. 
Yeah, but I mean, do, but are you a blog? Like, do you like you're a rock stalker thing? You you blog about rock bands and stuff, or yeah. So, um, little known fact for a lot of people that you know know me just from here. Um, Monday through Friday, I have kind of a, a normal person job, I guess you could say. I actually do PR for bands and musicians, and then. Um, about 10 years ago, I started my own blog and booking company called Rocker Stalker, which is just why I have the Instagram I seriously, handle. I seriously so, thought you were just like stalking rock bands and stuff. Yeah, I mean, essentially that <laughs> essentially that's what I do. Um, it comes off a little bit more aggressive than I think it really is. But uh, yeah, I'm just a music junkie, obsessed nerd. So I follow musicians around, not in like a creepy way, but mm-hmm. in just like... You know, if I like a band, I'll go see them a million times or I'll cover them for a blog. I used to write for the Delhi magazine. I and um I do sometimes write for Ghost Cult magazine, which is a metal magazine based here. And actually the editor comes here quite often, I think. So yeah. Nice. You have some band tattoos. I do. Yeah. I don't know if I can name them all off the top of my head, but I definitely have Queens of the Stone Age. I have three Rolling Stones tattoos, um, Led Zeppelin. I have a band called Rain Wolf's tattoo, another band called Royal Blood. Um, I have a Motley Crue tattoo on the back of my legs, um, a couple Incubus tattoos. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. So your day job, um, would you work at a house now? Yeah, we yeah. went fully remote. Awesome. So That's do you like nice. fucking... Uh, uh, well, so do you... So what does it mean you like promote bands and you do PR bands? What does that entail? Um, so basically, when you're a publicist for a band or anyone really, you're reaching out to media to get coverage of an artist or an actor do, or something like do that. Do you do stuff for certain labels? Um, it's not a label. It's more of just a company, a PR company. But we have partnered labels to specifically do PR for the bands or the artists on their labels. So right, right. it's more like a a partnership or like a freelance when it comes to those things. But generally we just bring in our own clients that are looking for publicists. Did you go to school for writing? No, I went to school for psychology actually. Yeah. So Has that not helps helped me at all. That helps. Out. Sure. <laughs> shit. It doesn't help you here. Like you just look like creepoid, creepoid. creepoid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that just goes along with living in New York. You, you learn that very quickly. Yeah. Not necessarily an academic Thing that you learned, but and where'd you go to school? I went to Yale. She went to fucking Yale, Fuck! right? I went to fucking <laughs> BMCC. I barely graduated from high school. I didn't graduate from high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yale. Look at you. Yet we are all sitting here together. Yeah, huh? yeah, okay. fucking amazing. Um, so you went. To, so you didn't want to go to school for you didn't want to like continue with the psychology thing. Um, you know I. I always was really interested in it since high school and like just topics in general and just being really interested in people and how people think and why like criminals are the way they are. Like I always found how people think very fascinating. Um, But, you know, music was always my bigger passion since I was, you know, a teenager and I was doing journalism stuff when I was in like 15, 16 years old. So I don't know. I always, I fell kind of into the passion path rather than, the logistical academic path, I yep, guess. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't don't regret it, and I feel like I could always go back to school if I wanted to get a master's or something. Um, so yeah, maybe that's in the cards. But for now, what state are you from? Where I'm originally from California. California, shit, all right. Yeah. That's why she's so, so if friendly. I say, yeah, yeah that if I, why and that's why so I say friendly. like so much. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. As long as you don't say hella, it's cool. 
I do say that, but in private. Yeah, all right, good, 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 good. That's that's interesting though, because I didn't know anything about the psychology thing, and that's probably one of the only. Well, there's going to be a lot of things we have in common, but that's one of the things that we have in common because outside of this, my background was in mental health. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I have a lot. High five over Jeff's head. I have a lot of psychological issues. So we have that. I oh, mean, we have you a know. lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we all have that in common. <laughs> yeah, fucking shit. Um, so how long have you been doing pole work? Um, like seven years, more so, seriously. So yeah. it, it started out as exercise? You know, I was actually just really bored one day, and I was like, I want to try something very different, kind of off off the beaten path sort of activity. I mean, I grew up doing gymnastics when I was a kid, um, I was a Pilates instructor when I moved to New York, and so um, I was just kind of like, I want to try something weird. And then I saw an ad for it. I was like, I'll go try a class, and I was like, this is super cool because it kind of combines a lot of elements of things that I've done throughout my life and just wanted to try it, and I was immediately hooked. And it kind of just started off as something I would just go do like once a week for fun, take a class, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as soon as I started working here, I was like, man, I really need to step up my game. It's kind of like you're the center of attention. I want to learn some like real tricks. I want to start getting better at like the spinning pole because I'd never done that before. So I kind of just dove dove headfirst into like training a lot harder and um, getting more into it. So I'm glad you haven't dove headfirst on my bar. I appreciate that. (laughs) I've seen it. I've seen it though, and it's terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. I've seen girls fly off the pole. I've seen dudes catch them. Like yeah, it's been it's just been some. uh, Some girls fall back behind the bar, fucking land yeah. on top of Melody. That's happened before. <laughs> yeah, I've seen somebody go off the bar into the garbage can. One. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. With their feet flailing. Like, yeah, I love yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. amazing. It's fucking terrifying. Did they get tipped after that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's terrifying for me. I'm sure it's terrifying for them. It's not, uh, it's not a pretty fucking sight. But see, well, that's what's good when you comes in when you don't drink also because you're not yeah, going fucking yeah. flying off the bar. I mean, I've, I've had my hand slip on some of those uh, on the like rubber Mats. pad mat things yeah, 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 on yeah. the edge of the bar. But you So know, you, you never, myself did you ever drink at all in your life? Um, I tried. I just, I never really just didn't like it. And people are always like astonished or like, you didn't force yourself through like how bad it tastes. I was like, <laughs> no, why would I do that? Shout out to all the guys that don't eat ass. And that, yeah. (laughs) 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 And that's why she went to Yale. Well, I'm saying, I would would think people in Yale would be fucking partying it up every fucking Oh, yeah. I went to one frat party and I was just like, that's good. Check. Yeah. (laughs) I was over it. You're going to get your letters. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was a a rowing team frat party, which made it even more intense because it was like, Division one athlete frat party, so it was like the peak of frattiness, uh, and yeah. I was just like, "This is not for me. Not it's just type. not my personality. It's just not my vibe." Everyone here just, just it's just too much. How many years did you go to Yale for? Four. Oh, you did it four yeah, years. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, did you uh, did you make friends with anybody at, at Yale? Did you have like a like core group of fucking weirdos or? <laughs> um. <laughs> Honestly, I was the weirdest out of most people. I mean, I think, I mean, I guess weird is the wrong word. I mean, I'm not going to deny that I'm not weird, but um, I guess like. You enjoy dancing here. You hang out with all us weirdos. You definitely uh, fall into our category. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, I think that's, that's why I like it here so much is that it's, 
it is very difficult being a sober person in life, let alone New York City, let alone at my age and stage. And so like coming here, I don't feel super judged, which is really nice because there are a lot of other people who come here who are sober or they don't really care because they're like, whoa, you're doing like a flip on a bar. Like, I don't care if you drink or not. That's yeah, yeah. rad. But um, but yeah, to go back to your question, I mean, I think my roommates were probably my closest friends. I still keep in touch with a bunch of them. Um, I had some friends that were a lot older than me, which was, which was cool because they would like kind of be my big brothers and sisters yeah, and right. kind of give me like an, a protective sort of group of friends. Um, but yeah, and then I, I did some sports and at, at school. And so I had like the sports friends and stuff. So, I mean, I've always been the person that kind of like jumps around with types of people and groups of people. I never had like a click, so to right. speak. Um, what sports yeah. you play? Um, well, I did gymnastics when I grew up and then I did walk on my freshman year for the rowing team. All right. Um, which was absolutely brutal. I would not recommend it if you're not like doing that your whole life. Was that where those shoulders started to come from? Was from the fucking. Honestly, uh, I've always had big shoulders, and any sport that I've done have just overemphasized that. Just like overworked my shoulders. You didn't constantly. kick ass fucking rowing? <laughs> I mean, I was good, but it was just taking away from so much other stuff. It was like 5 a.m. practice and 3 p.m. practice every single day. So you'd have like six hours of practice and then no time to do schoolwork or like hang out with friends. And I was like, this is a lot for freshman year for a sport that I didn't like come to school for. Right, right, right. Um, If I had been like, you know, accepted to a school because I was a rower or because I was a gymnast, I'd be like, all right, I can dedicate more time to the sport um, and not feel like. It's taking away from other things, but I went to school to go to school. Right, right, right. And then right. I was like, well, I'm basically spending my entire day freezing, either freezing on the river in the morning or mm-hmm. sweating to death in the rowing tanks in the afternoon. So I was like, one year, that's good. I gave it a shot. It seems like a pointless sport, though, because there's like nothing I mean, after <laughs> you're done with it in college. What are you going to fucking do? Go, I'm going for the Olympics. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, there you much, go. Pretty you much. Go to the Olympics. Yeah, pretty, not me, but like pretty much. That's kind of what you do. You just, you know, you want to go to the Olympic rowing team. You probably get onto a Division One team in college and go from there. So, I mean, what sport isn't really useless? I mean, I mean, I mean pointless. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, basketball, bro. Look at that big ass stadium down the block, bro. It's not pointless. Yeah, I mean, it is and it isn't. You know what but I that's mean? That's kind of equivalent to go to the Olympics yes. in a way. You know, you're you're getting to the the peak of. Your, of your sport. Your, your sport. Um, I'm a basketball fan. That's why I defended it. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not a sports fan at all. That's why me I'm not know, saying it. Me, me too. Oh. <laughs> like, all them shits are useless. Fuck that shit. I mean, for me, for like sports ne- doesn't necessarily come in handy for, like, just because, you know, you go to the Olympics or you go to the NBA or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely kind of taught me, like, so much about, like, just discipline and being, like, responsible showing up to places on time, supporting other people, being a, you know, a good team member, things like that that are a little bit more, like, important life skills as opposed to just bronze skills. I mean, sure, that comes in handy. Like, no one wants to mess with me. And I can, like, punch someone if I wanted to and knock it. I told you, I told you, dude, she can knock us out. I fucking got you. I could definitely (laughs) fight someone and feel confident that I would probably win. But in terms of, like, super, like, authentic life skills i feel like that's kind of where it it served me well mostly so. you know when she walked into the fucking rowing 
coach's office, he was like, fuck yes. <laughs> we got this this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we're recruiting these shoulders now. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, we are. That's cool. So did you do it most while you were in school? You did rowing? Yeah, I only did it for the my freshman year, and then I was like, nah, I got to like – Figure out something else because, you know, as you get older, jumping into new sports and stuff, it's just always harder. You know, I felt that at a young age. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) my knees were wrecked from gymnastics by 16. So that's why I kind of had to stop. And then I was like, well, I'll take a few years off from doing anything super intense. And then when I got to school, I was like, ugh. Kind of miss like you're, you're doing pretty sports. tall for gymnastics, though. Yeah, usually, that, they're usually like five foot. Well, that too. That kind of like determines. It's like you either have a growth spurt or you don't. And if you do, you're like, mm. it's kind of like got to take her out back and end it. <laughs> gotta, <laughs> gotta put her down, man. Gotta put her down. Well, we got to cut her feet off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that yeah. would that would kind of fuck up your dancing career if you uh, took your feet off. So yeah, I mean, I never thought I would be doing anything career-wise with dance or anything, but here I am, so. You do a lot of other stuff with it, though, too. You do other shows and things, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just did one on Saturday. It's uh, called Stick a Pole in It. It's uh, comedy and pole dancing. It's like five comedians, five pole dancers. We alternate. It's at Drum in the East Village. I had to hold that fucking drink in. When you said stick a pole, and I was about to just spit out and die. Yeah. <laughs> Shorted out, out the board. Podcast is over. yeah. But uh, yeah, so we did that. It was ACDC themed, so it was very on brand. It was super fun. <laughs> Dave hates ACDC. Uh oh, uh oh. I mean, it was. Wait, what's your favorite band? <laughs> Jeff will fucking go. Oh, if I say it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, how did you find this fucking this momentous? Godlike fucking palace of heavy metal. Yeah, I don't even know this, this church story, so of I'd, heavy metal. I'd like to hear this one myself. Oh well, um, it's not super exciting. It's actually just someone who used to work here as a dancer met me at a, a class, and you know, she basically figured out how much I liked like hard rock and metal and classic does, does rock. Does her and name begin stuff. with a P? No, no, not her. No. Wasn't purple? No. Oh no no. I no. figured it was, oh, you know you both got the pole thing down. No no, she. I actually I didn't meet her until until I started working here actually. So um so yeah, a, a friend of mine who I'd met, she was like, I know this spot that'd be perfect for you. Um, it's like totally your vibe, and she just you know sent me Melody's information, and I reached out, and they're like, yeah, come down, you know, do an audition, and it was so weird that I'd never heard of. Lucky's before you know I'd mm-hmm. been here almost eight years at this point. Well, uh, what and year? What year did you come in here? How long have you been here now? Uh, since twenty sixteen. Okay, February fifth, twenty sixteen. I believe was my first shift. I actually looked it up the other day. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, I mean, we didn't have a huge reputation for the pole thing, and it was until we started here, and we'd only been open for two years in this location. So right, okay. we we're at the other location. I mean, if you saw the dances we had at the other location, you'd be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit different back then. We didn't yeah. have the spinning pole. No, the pole that I used to have on the old bar was an old railing that I got. I, didn't, I mean, this is fucking 20 years ago. You just couldn't buy a pole offline. So I fucking yeah. went to Home Depot and made a pole out of a railing that Holy I shit. did. So that's why, you know, that's what the pole was back then. It wasn't an actual, like, professional spinning pole. And when we got this one... Melody, um, 
I don't know. And even, you know, I guess we've been here for almost eight years. When we first came here, it wasn't as easy, but I think Melody found one from somewhere and whatever, and we put a real fucking pole on the bar. I didn't have to. I, like, at first, I'm like, how the fuck am I going to make a pole this fucking big? So, um, so Wait yeah. So we weren't. she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talking to Diane. Fuck. Uh, no, we've just been talking about poles for a while, uh, so uh, I just figured it's got to come out at some point. Um. So, so your first, how was your first audition? I mean, I was terrified. I mean, I didn't really know what to expect, really, because I was such like a baby. What do you, what do you do for an audition here? Like, what do they make you do? You get up on the pole and you fucking we see your skills. Really? Yes. Yeah. You That's put it. on some mute. You got uh, yeah. They, uh, they, they track lined up. In the bar, yeah. They basically okay. get up and and do a set like like any girl would. You know what I mean? And and uh, I. Don't know how any of these fucking girls do it. I honestly like. I, I think about it all the time. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I mean, even if I was, I don't know if I had a nice set of tits. If I would get up there and do it, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna put myself up there like that. I just don't think I could do it. Um, so you got balls doing it. Okay, so to, I'm, I'm sidetracking you. So what was your first audition like? Um, you know, I I still remember it was. The two songs. I only stayed up for like a couple songs. I think because you know I think they just wanted me to just walk across the bar, do some things if I could on the pole, make sure that I wasn't going to just trip and fall like right away. Yeah. You know, Melody was like, don't wear your highest shoes because it's like, you're going to be up there. Did you and make the other dancers walk out after you were done? They're like, I'm not no, fucking no. I was, with that. I was literally not at any sort of like, you know, upper level at that point. So I just did what I could kind of thing. And like I said earlier, I was not adept at spin pole whatsoever so i was kind of like what is spin pole what do you mean pole spins or yeah, yeah. so yeah the pole spins get the fuck out of here it, dude. Is, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is <laughs> so yeah there's like static pole and spin pole there's a little pin that stops the mechanism inside it from the pins spinning so that's okay. when you can make it just static and it's like what you would just climb like a fire pole and then when you take the little pin out it the pin the pole spins and it that's just, insane and we used to have a a, we used to have a pin we used to have a stockpile of pins but they all fucking disappeared so the yeah pole and then is, we would stick in like hair pins to try to like so now the pole just keeps the spinning. pole just keeps spinning. yeah we gave up yeah you have no choice that I, I, I can't keep i can't be, keep a pin for the pole so which is why i was kind of forced to to learn spin pole more effectively it's just like if i'm gonna survive on this thing i better learn so uh so yeah, the audition was, you know, only a few songs. I think it was Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast, Alice in Chains, Rooster, and I can't remember the how third song. How do you song. spin? How do you pole dance to Rooster? Yo, how does she pole dance to black metal when Dan Melody dance with fucking... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you I know, ask myself that all the time. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> I'm like, how listen, am I going to do this? I mean, you just... Yeah, I could do the dance, but I wouldn't do it on the ball with no clothes on. If you, you know can't I mean? do it, then you can't work it. <laughs> She's got it. She's got it. But it's, like, it, it's fucking stressful. And, you know, we know pretty much right away when a girl... I mean, sometimes it make a time or two. But we know, like, when a girl gets up there, if she's, you know, going to be able to handle it or customers are going to want to see that up there you know i mean i was just part. shocked because i had like the ugliest outfit on because i didn't know how to dress for anything like this i was like oh i'll just dress how i would dress for a class and it was like the ugliest little like cotton shorts and like a sports bra and like heels i'm like i don't know and i walked in and i, was, <laughs> and I walked in and i looked around and i was like oh boy yeah. this is not this is not what they want to see, but okay, we'll see how it goes. Well, lucky but. for you, you don't have to wear clothes every night. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, listen, man, you know, there's some hot things. So, Dave, like Friday nights, usually, because Melody's here on every Friday, so usually the dancers come in on Friday mm. to, tr 
<clears throat> to audition. And usually, sometimes it's like not pretty, bro. Like sometimes it's just not pretty. <laughs> I mean, this you know the occasional girl gets up. There was one recently who. Um, um, I'm sure Jamal's got some stories too. Do they, you got one. a step ladder for them to get up to the bar? No, how no, do, how do they get up there? Get the, get the fuck up there. Sheer, yeah. sheer, Damn, upper, dude. sheer upper body strength. Yeah, dude, you gotta, if you're going to get on that fucking pole, you find your way up Will on the power. fucking bar. Fuck, if you have man. a hard time getting up on the bar, you get the fuck down. Vicious, you know? bro. <laughs> yeah. And also we have like stilts on kind of that help. Like I'm five, six-ish normally and with heels here, I'm like six feet. So the bar is like basically pretty yeah. Easily she just fucking. She just throws her leg up and hops right on. She yeah, does. it's like getting on a horse. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, there's some horror stories, man. Like sometimes, like I don't know. I'm sure Jamal's seen them, uh, you know. And like, you know, if one's questionable, you know, sometimes I'll walk in and be like, Melody, come on, she's got to get down. Come on, get her down, get her down, get her down. I'm like fucking, you know. She looked like uh, there was, you know, a girl like. Recently, I don't want to call out too many girls because it does take a lot to you get up. You want to say there. their name, it man? Does. I mean, I don't know their names anyway. <laughs> I, think, I just learned Mei Jin's name last week. It's been here six years. <laughs> I don't fraternize with the dancers. I don't talk to them too much. This, You know, listen, you know, it's good that we have Melody who um, deals with the dancers. First of all, dudes dealing with dancers, it can get creepy. Dudes get weird. Yeah. And honestly, if I got drunk too much, I'd probably try to bang half the dancers. You don't want I'm Vince a, McMahon to have no, And I'm in a loving relationship. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I, I, like, I don't want to give off that vibe either. So I was just kind of, say my hello real quick, Kamaka. Melody deals with the fucking dancers. Um, and, you know, because I know girls have gone to other places and dudes get creepy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And, huh. It is what it is, you know yeah, what I mean. A couple of dudes I used to work here, and that was a problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got we got to watch the barbacks too. Like some dudes get fucking <laughs> really? weird, you know. I'm sure dudes have gotten weird. Like, do people who work here have gotten fucking weird with you? I'm probably gotten creepy with you once or twice. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only when I had to do, I was forced to do a keg stand. Yeah. And that for oh yes, 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 yes. No, I haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm very, no, no, no. I'm, I'm very respectful. Of I, I think I've been actually very lucky that customers and other employees have never been like weird with me i think melody said it best she's like she's like people are scared of you well, like fuck somebody up, no, dude. like yeah. no one's gonna mess with you like don't worry about it like every other girl's being like touched and groped and stuff and i'm just chilling yeah, <laughs> when, <laughs> so like, okay. yeah when i'm when i'm fucking working you know, i'm looking out for everybody all the time when it yeah. comes to you i'm just like she got it. Now you're good. She's yeah. looking out for yeah. you, dude. Well, <laughs> dude, you got to see. She gives she gives off a different vibe on the pole too. You you know some of these girls like not taking anything away from them. They're like, you know, got to be cutesy, fucking putting their fucking little thing out, whatever. Mason walks them to the pole. She's like, I own this shit. I got it. <laughs> fucking goes from one end to the other. Gets on the pole, spins around like a motherfucker. Gets down and she's like, Oof. you know what I mean? Did it? You know, it's not the. Um, you know, it's not the hustle that the other girls um, do, but like, but I, but I've seen you walk out with fucking. She's got dollar bills stuck all over it because they're like, "Oh, I'm not fucking with this girl." Fucking <laughs> stick some shit in there. Maybe you know? or I'll hurt you. Yeah, and you don't, you don't. Yeah, no, but it's like, listen, man. They, but so I'm saying, so just not long ago, I don't know if you were here for this, Jamal. This one girl gets up on the bar and it's like she looked like a fucking um, like a crusty punk chick. You know what I mean? And when oh, she- I, I fucking know. Who that is. <laughs> Man, I could, I could smell her through the text message. Oh, sent me. Christ! Oh, yeah. So you weren't here for it, but you no, saw but the I know text message. He, he specifically said, "Yo, she smelled real bad." I said, "I know who the fuck that is." Uh, does she come in? I take it and hang out. She doesn't come in very much. They I'm don't. Sh- they don't come in very much. Oh, they, uh, yes, yes. Well, but I know who the fuck. They, uh, yes, it's a they. But she's a. They. 
They. Oh, right? okay. I got it. I got it. I just, I fucking, I, I was. I just, Not multiple people. Yes. They're pronouns. Okay. Yeah, they're pronouns. All right. I thought they. it was like a tag team or something. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a, it's a distinct <laughs> smell. Yes. It's that musty, I don't shave my armpits fucking. I, I haven't showered for three months. Yes. God smell. Damn, dude. So a homeless man? And the <laughs> last time, it kind of looks like one. Down the block? Yeah. <laughs> and the last right. time I did shower, I kept all my clothes on and I'm wearing that outfit right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's who the fuck that is. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you know, okay. And you got to give them a chance if they come in to try out. But it's like you want to get them off the pole as fast as possible. You know what I mean? It's like there's been a few of those. Um, you know, there was one girl. She was a little on the heavier side. She maybe danced for us twice. And I remember, you know, coming in here and she was in like a fishnet bodysuit and she was a big girl and she was typically a Monday, Tuesday night kind of dancer. But I remember I walked in here and, you know, she's in her fishnet fucking suit, sitting down, much stuffing pizza in her face. And I'm like, text to she, Melody. I'm like, Melody, you know, this is just a bad look. She, she still works here. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That's no. a different one. That's a different one. This was no. a while ago. I mean, we have a Monday night, you know, but who... Uh, I can tell you about the chick from last year. Yeah. The the furry. The furry? You had a furry work here? Yeah. Where am I during these things? Yeah, seriously. I oh, mean. she got hired and fired the same day. <laughs> um, I don't know much about this chick. I was at... Oh, where the fuck was I at? I was at a concert in the city. No, I was at... Um, I think I was at Vitus. I don't know. I was at some fucking You were at show. a furry convention. And you I was not at a furry convention. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know this chick... This person that I was with tends to talk to fucking chicks all the time. So picks up this conversation saying, oh, we're going to go back to Lucky 13. Where are you guys going to go? Like, oh, I've always wanted to dance over there. I might come over there. Cool. I don't fucking know this chick. I come over here. I'm hanging out. She shows up with her husband or fiance or whatever the fucking case may be. Was he a furry too? I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, it was I, I, super what kind weird. of animal were they? Yeah, a That's dog. That's a good question. And you can't, I mean, you can't be a furry and be in a relationship without a furry, I'm assuming. Exactly. So he was probably the cat. Ugh, you know? <laughs> and it's so crazy because the day that she auditioned, she was posting on Instagram that she got hired here. Yeah. Whoa. And it's crazy because, like, the next day after she got fired, like, a bunch of furries showed up. But um, <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. But, like, she looked gross. Whatever, and everybody was saying that, like, this is my friend, and I brought her here. I'm like, yo, I don't know this chick. <laughs> whatever, but whatever happened, she was here, like, late. You know, you audition, and you have a couple drinks, and you get the fuck out. Yeah. She was, like, here drinking, and then I don't know what happened. Or, or either she did it or gave her phone to her boyfriend or whatever the case. Started texting Melody and hitting on Melody while she was in the office. Oh, yeah. Melody was like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, that's a way to get hired, you know what I mean, to be honest <laughs> with you. Now, listen, I, listen. When I was single, I had a girl texting me and saying, "Hey," I was like, "Oh, yeah." No, they was they were still here. They were still here, and, uh, yeah. and she was like, "Gross." She wasn't very good, but like saying like very aggressive stuff. And then he opens the door, like, "What the fuck? Like, get, get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, dude. There's some. I mean, like, Majin, you are the one of the. You know, you have your shit together, and it's nice that you know whenever Major's working, you know there's not going to be issues and, and shit like that. So, thank you for that. 
You're welcome. <laughs> and keeping dudes entertained. And I'm telling you, dude, right, right? You see fucking her get up with the pole, and like, people are just like, what the fuck? You got to come in sometimes to see this shit, Dave. It's fucking crazy. I can't come in and see that stuff sometimes, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you know this, man. You saw her here. You bring your wife with you. You guys can hold hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Say, honey, I'll hold get, your hands. Get through it together. Yes. <laughs> I can get through it. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be alive to get through yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch me get tunnel vision. Just to be like, honey, it's. It's just, it's for work. It's for work. It's, it's for, for work. science. It's for, it's for science. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> awesome. Um, and so during the pandemic too, man, you didn't fucking stop. You had your kitchen pole going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every, fun times. Yeah. It was great, right? Yeah. It was Wait, so you, you, you were doing it over, over like IG and shit and people, yeah, were, yeah, people yeah. were tipping over that? Yeah. Oh, shit. I, uh, I tried to kind of bring the sort of vibe home. I had a, a pole at home, which was really fortunate i would have probably gone absolutely insane with no like outlet to work out or do anything so i was really lucky um and so i did something called kitchen go-go like basically like every day or as much as i could and just streamed it live on ig and then they shut me down real quick so i was like banned for like six months but it's okay yeah they shut you down yeah because it was uh like just they were getting you know flagged for copyright on music and stuff constantly Uh, and it was just like you know, you can't use this song, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like they were like even more attuned to me doing that because I was doing it so frequently. Should've just, you should have well, just went to YouTube and went royalty-free music. Man. Yeah, well, it, it fucked up during the pandemic, though. Like, you listen, there was, you know, dudes trying to throw parties with, like, you know, DJing, and then all of a sudden they start, like, that wasn't a thing before the pandemic. Once yeah. the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and there was DJs trying to DJ for their friends or something like that, yeah. they started, you know, oh, now it's copyright. It's like, oh, man, come, we're just trying to get through this fucking shit together, you know, and fuck you, Facebook. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I still get copyright infringement messages probably like 30 a day still from videos that i've posted from then being like hey you use this song in your video i was like what is this oh and they're it's just two years catching old up already. They're just yeah they're just catching up to me i'm like it's like just just delete it it's fine now do they do they <laughs> they, so they pulled down your instagram and facebook page um they didn't pull it down they just prevented me from doing any live streaming yeah. and uh. also kind of like shadow banned me so like i'm not really findable through certain like hashtags so if i hashtag like hashtag pole dancing and you clicked on that then i wouldn't show up like some other person that wasn't shadow banned so i would get fewer likes on my posts fewer viewers so they kind of try to like for what punish you this for for what you know it's like i mean it's it's a combination of the copyright thing and also you know strippers and any sort of exotic dancers or go-go dancers pole dancers in that community we get flagged all the time just because it's you know it's like partial nudity flagged for this and it's like you let lingerie companies go wild on instagram and they don't have a problem but because we're near a pole and that's like some wrong thing apparently according to the world still we get kind of flagged for that um because it's like a different vibe than just like posing for victoria's secret or something Mm -hmm. so it's fucking it's bullshit. It's wild. Do you, you guys weren't. You guys never thought about like, like, uh, like during the whole pandemic thing, have like, you know, like a camera set up in here and just have a dancer live stream. From you know, here? listen, we talked about doing stuff like that. Even with bands, we talked about doing. But you know, I mean, po- 
you know, luckily she had a pole in her room. But, you know, at that point, man, I was too depressed to even think of fucking anything. We talked about doing, you know, bands in here, but you could only have, like, fucking five people in here at a time. You know what I mean? It was fucking ridiculous. And we didn't want to have too many people. Like, it was just a fucking shit show. So, no, I really tried to just bury my head in the sand until it was over. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, we did have that one show here, right? That, like, live stream as, like, Live music was coming back or something. There was, I mean, uh, well, Metal Injection did that slay at home thing that they were doing, so we were showing that on the TVs. But people, but he had to sit outside. You know what I mean? So, oh yeah, you yeah, you had something going like that, bro. We're fucking like three or four times or whatever, like people live streaming. We we had some things like, but we we had um, so right when we were able to start doing even outdoor space, we the girls started coming back in and they would. Go on the pole, and we'd have this. It was so weird. It was so weird. It was so weird. Wait, so and you, I, you guys were dancing with the door open, and everybody was outside. Yes. Yeah. yeah it, and there was like a tip so, bucket at the front. Yeah. And with people their, just their to-go drinks, and they would just like throw money in this big bucket for the dancers, and one was for like bartender, obviously. Yeah. And then we'd just like split the tips at the end, but it was just surreal to just be like, it, it's fucking weird. But that's how I ended up here. Yeah. Because I was here every fucking day. Every day. He was one of the guys throwing money in the bucket. It's not even necessary (laughs) for that. I'm supporting everybody that's coming to work as much as I could. I didn't have like 10,000 grand to put in the fucking GoFundMe, but I could buy a couple drinks every day, tip every single dancer every day, come here on my day off every single day. Till the day that I met you, I was like, yo, you're fucking Jeff. He had a fucking fucking bandana on. I'm like, yo, this has got to be Jeff. (laughs) And I remember that day, and I was like, hey, once y'all get shit back up and running, if you need somebody to clean the toilet, somebody to fucking stand at the door, just remember my fucking name. Well, you know, listen, I hear that a lot, too. And I'm like, this guy. But then, but he was here, and he was, like, hustling all the time and, like, fucking actually doing Did Frankie shit. give you a dirty look? Frankie introduced himself to me a hundred times when I've known Frankie for years. I, I knew Frankie since he had the long hair. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I used to see him at the old Lucky 13. I don't even re- really remember any time that I've been there, and I've been coming there for, like, 12 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how much fun we were having yeah well that was a different kind of place the old lucky 13 as i said the quality of dancers were not better i mean they were um it was different (laughs) (laughs) and we only back then we only did them on thursday friday saturday nights um um, we didn't do it every night and it was only when we started here you rocking out dave i'm trying to fucking get something in the background you know Sort of dead air. Oh, I gotcha. You know. Are we boring you? No. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> our, our voices are just so soothing. You're yeah. falling asleep. Mason, so Mason did radio. So you said you were saying that you did radio. You were talking about going to radio at, at one point, right? Yeah. Did you do that in college? Did you do radio? college radio? So, yeah, I actually did. I had my own show. Um, it was like Sunday afternoons. It was called Two Faces of Rock. I would do like modern and like indie rock for like half the show and then play like a bunch of classic rock because... That's just what I've been into forever. So, yeah, I just had my own little show on WNY, WNYC. Um, WNYC. And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and it was like affiliate. WYBC was like the college station was affiliated with them. So, so yeah, they just kind of gave me my own spot. Wait, so Yale, had their, Yale had their own um, like rock radio station? Um, it was just free form. So you would just basically get booked out for an hour or something. Did, Mar- did, like did Morello the- go there or fucking Zach? Uh, Tom Morello. Didn't he go to Yale? He, go, he, went, he to went to Yale. Harvard. He went oh, to Harvard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Went I know Harvard. one of them went to fucking... I, I think Zach maybe went to Yale. One of them went to fucking Yale. They were at each, two of them went to do two of the I don't think they'd school. ever be in a band together if one went to Harvard and one to Yale. Yeah, that'd be a fucking problem. <laughs> 
Yeah. Big Just rivals. Beef? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fucking rowing teams, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they so, don't even have a mascot. It's just a color, the crimson. What, what was what your first that? show, Meijing? What was your first rock show? My first rock show ever? Yeah, ever. Um, well, my first show ever was I was 11 years old. My mom took me to see Bob Dylan. You um, saw fucking Dylan? Yeah, uh, and oh Little shit. Feet opened. It was like a super jam band sort of thing. Well, I know. I remember, I remember that band from working in a record store. I was like, who the yeah. fuck is this fucking band? It's weird as shit. Yeah, and then uh, from there, it was just nonstop. And then like a few years later, I think it was... Eric Clapton, Leonard Skinner, and who else? Like all in one summer. It was just nonstop concerts since I was like 13, 14. <laughs> Eric Clapton. I remember I broke. Crapton. Crapton. You call it <laughs> I broke. I actually, there was a place in Massachusetts where you could, uh, it was called Great Woods. It was like, uh, whatever, it was like an outdoor stadium kind of place. And we, I remember I fucking, we like, we would, I would just sneak into shows sometimes just to sneak into shows. And I remember I snuck into Eric Clapton and I was like, what the fuck did I You got mad at yourself <laughs> yeah. for it was <laughs> Listen, I can appreciate Eric Clapton now, but I'm freaking 17, 18 years old. I'm like, I wanted metal, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it was just, you know, it was exciting well, to he, like. He didn't play nothing from, what was he, from Cream? I mean, even still, Cream. I, I mean, even still, you know, I'm Come surrounded on, by older people. He was one of the greatest guitar players. I was metal at the time. I couldn't oh, be okay. fucking in an Eric Clapton show. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a deviant, so I wanted to sneak into shows, you know. And he had to crawl up this hill and then climb the fence and jump and whatever. It was exciting. It was exciting until I got in. <laughs> you were like, I wasted my, my, my risk. You risked this for this? Exactly. Exactly. Did you stay? I did. I stayed it for a while. I don't remember. I don't remember, dude. I burnt my brain cells out. I did not go to yell. <laughs> and I do drink too much. Uh, so with the um, with the PR stuff and stuff and, and everything like that, what um what's what's your hopes to kind of go further with that? Is that what you're focusing on with your career? Like, uh, what's your hopes and dreams, Meijin? Wow. Uh. <laughs> That's my question. It's turned into like a Rolling Stone interview. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. No. Almost yeah, no. famous. Um, I don't know. I've always actually really wanted to be like um, a booking agent for like, you know, bigger festivals if possible. Because, um, you know, I, I just like finding and curating talent a lot. And obviously part of like PR is kind of sometimes finding bands that you want to represent and work with. Because obviously if you like something you obviously have a little bit more of an incentive to do your best work for them. Um, so I've always wanted to do booking for like bigger shows and bigger festivals, maybe in like talent buyer for like a bigger venue, um, like tour booking, maybe going on like a bigger tour and doing something like that or just working with, you know, bigger artists. So that's kind of hopes and dreams you used in to that regard. Didn't you book, uh, you used to book some shows at Arlene's Grocery back in yeah, the day, right? Yeah, I I booked with them for years. Um, I kind of want to get back into that. It Watch just out, went. Kevin Castle. Somebody's coming for your job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, ever since the pandemic, though, I feel like it just kind of like threw me off a little bit on that in that regard. But I do want to get back into it. What, what years? What fun. years were you working with Arlene's Grocery booking? Mm, anywhere from two thousand like twelve to six, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, probably like did a show every few months with them. For a while and then i was booking at um matchless for a long time bar matchless and, and you got you got to find the bands and say hey you want to play this place yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. i like matchless matchless matt well i like Matchless. Yeah. that was a great fucking spot great french it's a fries. shame <laughs> <laughs> i was like yes another matchless show i'm gonna get out of those french fries nice yeah that place is fucking cool it's a shame that place got uh 
They shut down. I think the building's even still there, but it was a cool. So you're gonna say they got raided? No, that I don't know. Like <laughs> that, they got whatever. The the owner sold the building, so then the you know you know how that goes. Yeah. You know, fucking yeah, shit. I feel like a lot of the venues that were here when I moved here that I really liked just going to see like in indie bands and stuff. They're just they're gone. Like Spike Hill, Matchless, places like that. Yeah, cameo like, gallery. There's so many that have opened back up that have like newer ones that have opened in like Bushwick area, yeah. Bushwick and um, what the hell is that other area? Um, fucking Greenpoint. No, Ridgewood. Oh, Ridge- I was gonna say Ridgewood. Ridgewood yeah. There's so much shit opening up in Ridgewood. I imagine because it's cheaper. Um, there's no trains out in fucking Ridgewood. Or it's not easily accessible. So, but so basically, how like when we grew up, Manhattan was the spot. So Manhattan's not the spot no more now. No, Manhattan's not the spot. And Brooklyn's where it's at. You know, everything's Brooklyn. And once Brooklyn, I I, I imagine it's gonna go in the cycle where, you know, when Brooklyn's done, maybe Queens will start fucking happening. You know what I mean? Who just keeps that? going east? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Queens is going to be on the bottom of the list next, next to the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you never know. The Bronx is making a comeback, dude. Uh, to who? I mean, to listen, who? man. The zoo. Yeah. The zoo. Listen, when I used to go to the fucking Bronx Zoo, part of the fun of going to the Bronx Zoo when you were young was going, coming out of the Manhattan, coming out of the tunnel, and then going through the Bronx, and my fucking face is glued against the window looking at the cars burning and the fucking... <laughs> it was crazy. It was just. It was. It was more exciting than going to the zoo. You know what I mean? Like it was fucking crazy. That's the birthplace of hip hop, bro. Yeah. And 1977, when that blackout, when you were talking earlier, oh, that's, yeah, that's, was, yeah, yeah. that's when the Bronx burned. Yeah, I, I was. In, I was in Jersey City, bro. You know, Google Gaga at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when. But that's when the Bronx burned, and that's. It took a long time to come back, but it's coming back, bro. Bronx is coming, coming back. back. There was a venue up in uh, in the Bronx for a while. Oh, you guys don't gotta remember that shit. I don't go to the Bronx. Dude. No, I guess not. Yeah. There was a venue up in the Bronx for a little while. The fucking Bronx is that shady place that Mufasa told Simba not to go to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so that's what you want. You want to book like bigger bands. So with the PR company and stuff like that, is that a five day a week job? Yeah, yeah. Monday through Friday. Yeah. So you got to you got to connect her with Captain Hot Topic. She knows Alex. Oh, oh, Captain Hot Topic. Yeah. There's no Alex the in captain. here. There's no Alex <laughs> in here. Alex here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, she knows everybody here. I mean, she's been around long enough. She knows all the... Uh, all well, he the, does all that booking and all shit, the right? All that, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, he does that kind of stuff. Well, he doesn't do booking. I mean, he does all interviews. That's what he does. Yeah, he does a lot of interviews. Yeah. Oh. Okay, no, I thought his fucking his his day job was what was his day job? It's not fucking booking or no? No, he text uh, him right now. What's that? Yeah, text him he's, right now. he's probably what watching, Captain. Probably you're watching right now, Captain. I know you're there. We had him on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You can ask Alex questions that next time he comes okay. on the podcast. You can just refer back to that podcast. Yes. Okay. Um, pole dancing wise, though, man. <laughs> what? Uh, you? I mean, I, I mean, listen, you can't do it forever, but I mean, I would appreciate it if you did it for at least another 10 years here. Yeah. At least, you know? Well, as long as I stay looking 22. There exactly. you go, bro. <laughs> then, I uh, say 15, yeah, you know? That's fine. <laughs> then, then at that point, I'll look my age, so it'll be... It'll be no, fine. then you'll look like 42, and everybody's like, why is this 42-year-old dancer on the fucking like, bar? <laughs> no, so what are you, 36 at 46? Uh, uh, yeah, you got a good 15 years left in you. We can have that. 15, yeah, dude. She's, she's got, got 15. another fucking 30, bro. She's fucking healthier than all Yo, of I'm us. Yo, I'm saying for pole dancing. You know what I mean? You got to pop a shoulder. She's ripped, dude. You got to pop a shoulder or a knee at some point. You hurt yourself not long ago, no? Yeah, actually, um, I have two bulging discs in my low back, and then I separated my shoulder in March. How the fuck did you do that? I fell off the pole. 
At home? Like, was no, it in, home in class, here? which was, no, not here. Oh, I'm, good. Yeah. I have a hole in the backyard for broken dancers anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pet cemetery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I fell off doing a trick and landed on my shoulder. And it was, I mean, luckily it was like. Did a, you feel it? Like, fuck. Uh, you know, I'm one of those you, people you know that. What? You know what? You should do pop his shoulder out and ask him <laughs> if he feels it. Ask him if he feels it. It's like, hey, you feel that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she felt it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm one of those people that like has too much pride to admit that I'm in pain. So, like, at first I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then I, I was like, no, nah, I'm not good. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything else. And then uh, last in May, I, I sprained my ribs. Um, what the fuck did you do that? On the pole. I like, squeezed myself too hard into the pole and went into my ribs. And I've done that, like, two other times. I actually broke them one time and then sprained them another time. But that what was, you, like, five years ago. What do you mean you squeezed yourself onto the pole? So... Obviously, when you're holding yourself in certain tricks, like you have to use like pressure in your skin to hold you uh, on. I get it. I'm picturing so, like, it now. So yeah, it just landed in the wrong spot, pushed in on the wrong spot, and it pushed my ribs apart, and that was it. D, I'll so, demonstrate later. I, yeah, no, I'm a fucking. I'm I'm gonna put up something <laughs> when here, she bro. when she wraps her legs around the pole and then she puts her fucking body next to it. You know, I can picture the move. Oh, oh. there you go. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm put. This I feel on weird fucking... watching myself. Oh yeah, have you ever watched yourself? <laughs> I mean, I I do after shows and stuff and like practice videos, but it's always weird when there's like other people around. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I usually watch them alone. Like even when people are like, oh, like show me a video. I'm like, no, just look at it by yourself. I don't it's smart care. because most guys watch this alone anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this shit, dude. Like, all right, I'm not gonna play the music, but I don't know if you have anything back there. But just yeah, dude, watch watch her pole dance I mean, and fucking skill. It's in slow motion, so yeah. it's fun time. I don't know. Sometimes you look like you're in yeah, slow motion. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of looks like the real thing. Yeah, it, kinda, it totally <laughs> looks like the real thing. Is that in slow oh, motion? I, yeah, I couldn't fucking do that. I couldn't yeah. do that if you paid me. No. That's why they pay me. Exactly. <laughs> that's why she. That's not slow motion. Well, it was. It was only for the little elbow stuff. That was thing. you was in slow motion. motion. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me just find something. Yeah, else. look at that. Oh, I'm gone. Now we're Hold on, I'm enlarging it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> the video. The video. I mean, the video. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. This is from Saturday. This is the ACD show. You look very thin in that. Oh, I, I was like, what the hell am I looking? Ah, oh, there you go. This isn't weird at all. No. no. <laughs> for science. Yes. Science. We're doing it for science. I promise everything's going to be okay. Listen, it doesn't it doesn't phase me. I see we see yeah, we, I mean, see, it just, we see it every single night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean at this point it's like watching your kid in like a swim competition. Yeah, like pretty you see much. them in a bathing suit and you're like much. whatever. Like if, whatever. If D was oh, back there masturbating behind the board, we'd get a little <laughs> fucking, we'd get a little creeped out. See, this is just shit right then, here. I'm then, like, what the fuck is this? Then you yeah. and your wife definitely can't come here. After. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, shit, that guy's back. Yeah, bro, it's like, I, yeah, this I, I couldn't, I couldn't fucking, I can't even pull myself out of bed half the time, bro. She's pulling herself up this fucking pole. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Look at that. Yeah, that's how I feel. with like. Semi good looking bimbos come in and try to talk to me, and I go, like, you know, do you see how hot my friends are? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. You got to come better than that. Yeah. You, you guys got to go to fucking, you guys got to go to her IG, bro, and look this shit up, man. It's just fucking crazy. For the people on the audio, bro, you got to fucking see this shit, bro. Yeah, you got to see it. It's pretty intense. And for the people in the video, don't go to the IG, go to the Cash App. Yeah, seriously. Come to Lucky 13, bro, and see it in person. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, man, you got to see it in person. It's fucking wild. Even like, and listen, I see it all, and like, I really, I sit there and fucking stare at her sometimes because just thought you, you, you fucking rocker stalking the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to do it every week. So, um, we super fun. We appreciate you being up there. You don't even get in drama with dancers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, oh, I. Me and being a fucking cunt this week, and you don't hear that. <laughs> if it's anything, nice. I just, I just stay out of that stuff. I. Don't stress me out. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good because it is a lot of it. Like you know, a lot of it's drama, and uh, yeah. most. Of, I mean, the girls have to get along. When you got three girls over there, they have to get along. I mean, no. you're like this. You know, as as I said, I I only know when it gets serious because then I hear about it because I stay out of all the fucking drama. But if I start hearing about it, I'm like, all right, I guess it's starting to get it's serious. Ex- escalated a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I like I tune it all fucking out. You know I'm I mean? unfortunately involved in more shit than I want to be because I am the voice of reason. Well, and you're stuck in that corner. You know what I mean? You're my, back there. It's my office. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like I try to play that role also. Like I don't, I don't like to be in the drama. But if someone comes to me, I'll just be like, you know what? This is this is maybe where my my psych degree does come in handy at there some, you go. to some extent. You right? should have an office back here, like uh, like a one day a week, like a just couch to lie down on. Have people come back here and yeah. you know tell you the problems and you uh, fucking yeah, help them. Yeah. Yeah. Advice column, but in person. Yeah. But I know one dancer that would be here every week. I know like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just need group group therapy. Yeah. Just, just do it. Yeah. No, there'd be quite a few that we could would be back here. Yeah. I'm just thinking about who would give you the craziest stories. Oh, I already know who. Yeah. I already know who. That's another hustle you got there, Jeff. Bro, put a couch back here and just have, you know, one day a week. Now if we put a fucking couch back here, it's gonna be a problem. Oh, <laughs> somebody somebody's gonna vomit. All right, on two, it. Two, yeah. two chairs and a fucking and a, and a table. We used to have a couch at the old Lucky Thirteen uh, when we first opened up in the in in the corner, and uh, I slept on that many nights. Slept on that until it started getting puked on all the time. With the ghost? <laughs> yeah, I don't get. Slept with the ghost. I over did. There? I slept with the ghost over oh, there. Oh man, that's why she's so mad all the time. Yeah, throwing shit at you every time you go over I know. there. It's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Um, so you've been in New. So you're from California. Yeah. You've only been in New York how long? You know. Well, not only, but 13 years. Okay, that's not an only. Yeah. That's not an only. It's been a while. You miss California? Yeah, especially during the summer and the winter. Yeah. Because summer is like humid and gross here, and California is pretty much like. What part of California, though? South uh, south or north? Southern California, yeah. Where where in southern? Um, I grew up in the valley primarily. Okay. um, But spend a lot of time like in Malibu and on the coast and stuff, so. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's that, great. That wedding I just went to with Paul Stanley was in Malibu. Fuck. Oh, yeah, I saw that video. Yeah. 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 Kiss, man. Fucking A. You always go to the weddings with, like, the best best kind of guests or bands. I remember yeah. we went to one with, like, Foreigner was playing or something. Yeah, Foreigner you was. fucking saw Foreigner? I saw yeah, Foreigner. at a wedding. Yeah. Fuck. It, it was, it was like, that was the engagement party. That was oh, an engagement okay. party. Oh, okay, well, that's even that, Oh, that's ridiculous. just that's the even, engagement party. That was foreigner. the engagement party. <laughs> that, was, that was the opener. Yes, yes, and it was Foreigner. Yeah, that was pretty fucking wild. Um, You're holding out on us, Jeff. You're holding out, man. Yeah, you yeah. gotta get like plus seven to these things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, day, so man, I got like six girlfriends. <laughs> I'm a Mormon. These are uh, all my wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to fight for Diane for that one too. <laughs> uh, um, so, do you, so what do you think? You sticking to New York for a while? You thinking of going? What you What's up, California, New York? I mean, I'll probably stay for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really thought about like relocating. She's done soon. 13 just, years here, bro. She's not going anywhere. No, yeah. it, listen, it takes a good 20 years before you like 
I think before you're like, ah, right, I've been here a while. You know what yeah. I mean? Then, like, <laughs> a transplant for 20 years or like born and raised here. I feel like people kind of like tap out at, certain, at some point. Yeah. Or they just stay forever and just We adopted move. Jeff. Yeah. You know, Jeff's been here, what, 20-something years? 20, you know, it's going on 26 years. Yeah. 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 He's an official New Yorker. He's got the accent and everything. Yeah, I got a half Boston. And it's crazy. I've been in here, I've been in New York longer than... In uh, Massachusetts, and I definitely have a little. I have a little bit of both accents. It's the same accent, bro. It's the same <laughs> fucking accent. Well, what accent makes you say turlet? Tur- tur- that's fucking. <laughs> that sounds like uh, Philly or that's, something. That's Frankie. No, Frankie says turlet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Frankie's a turlet guy. Frankie's got Frank turlet, and I forget he's got a couple of fucking other Brooklynisms that he fucking has. It's like old school Brooklyn fucking names. I have an sure. interesting uh, dancing question, a bit controversial to what people always ask. Yeah. About like, oh, you know, what do you say to people that want to go and do this? Now, what do you say for the people that are not cut out to do it? Because there are some people, you have to have a certain level of physical ability or something like that. And not everybody has that, but they're putting themselves in a position where this probably isn't for you, but nobody wants to tell you. I mean, there's, there's, there's dancers here that don't, you know what I mean? But, like, but what would you say, since you're not talking to anybody directly, what would you say to somebody that you should tell them, like, hey, you should probably do something else? Um, what do you say, keep trying? I mean, I think it's the same with anything, honestly. Like, the fact that I work with artists that are, like, emerging and kind of in the same position where it's like, your band isn't that good. Like, I'm not going to come out and be like, you suck. Keep your day job, or like go be a barista at Starbucks. She's so nice. Like She's I so mean, nice. it's I, good though. I, I don't I mean, know. You can't, like, you, you can't crush somebody's fucking hopes and dreams. Yeah, you can't. You can't crush their dreams, but you can maybe rec- make a recommendation about like other things that they could. Like, what are your other skill sets? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, do you like cooking? Like, have you ever thought of going to like culinary school? Well, or while like, they're on the pole, like, oh, I don't know. I never really thought yeah. about that. <laughs> Listen. Like, oh, you make a mean custard. You should. You should try baking. You know. Listen. <laughs> that's. You know, that's why you have some of these girls. Who, you know, they do it on the weekends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the weekend warriors. They, well, they do it yeah. on the weekends, but you know. I mean, then again, it's like I'm not the the filter for like who can work and who can't. So, you know, I mean, if well, you're the standard though. But I, I don't. I don't think. Oh, I don't. She's, she's above standard. Dude. But I, don't, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think like new people that get hired are necessarily compared to like who is already working here. I think they're like objectively judged. Like for what they're doing in the moment, as opposed to like, oh well, they're not doing exactly what this person. Because we have such an array of dancers, we have people who come from, you know, stripping background to burlesque to pole fitness or to just like go go dancing. So it's like hard to be like, this person is quote better than that person. It's just like everyone's style is so different, has different backgrounds. So for me, I'm just like, I do my thing, I stay in my lane because like maybe a couple of people that I'm working with are strictly like burlesque dancers, but I don't do burlesque. I wouldn't know the first thing about putting together like a character and a storyline and telling a story and doing all that stuff like they do. Like to me, that's really cool and impressive because I don't know anything about that. Maybe mm. the reverse is for me. You so. could be the rocker stalker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You could wear that outfit that you wore when you first auditioned here. <laughs> My ugly cotton shorts and that sports bra. It's I probably still have it. It's terrible. But listen, if we held every fucking dancer at, at her at Meijin standard, like we wouldn't have dancers. We wouldn't have we'd have dance. like three girls. <laughs> have three, yeah, three. you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you know, she's a winner, chicken dinner on on. Uh, <laughs> she's a one. She's a winner, winner, chicken dinner. As far as the dancers go, you know what I'm saying. But everybody has their own talent level and are talented at yeah, different for things. sure. Listen, we have yeah. some that aren't the prettiest girl in the world, but you know what? They're fucking charming. They're sweet. 
You know what I mean? That's like, like, we, and that lasts longer, honestly. It, yeah. <laughs> That's just like fucking with people say, oh, you got a great person. <laughs> well, but it, listen, it's true. listen, I've had, there's some dancers who, who I'm like, I'll walk, I'll be like, ooh, I don't know why she on the bar. You know what I mean? But then I'm like, and then they'll be like, oh, hey, Jeff. And then it start talking to me. I'm like, ah, she's sweet. You know what I mean? And then they'll, and they're the same way with the dudes. That's like, what the hot chicks say to fat kids in school, Jeff. Let me clean it up. Let me clean it up. Well, this yeah. is how everyone and every dancer feels about Josh. <laughs> I got to meet this fucking nut job, uh, dude. Josh, nah. Everybody know. hates Josh, but uh, he's funny. Yeah. So, so that's what, this is what I hear from him. They say that he's charming. Yeah. I don't know. As a man, I don't know what that is. But I just think Josh is full of shit. Yeah. But I love Josh. Yeah. That's what charming is to women. That's, that's yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah. You're all broken. Yeah. All yeah. 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 I hope I never hear the word charming in my life. No, I mean, charming, I, I, it's funny. It's really funny because I actually just described to one of my other friends who's kind of an asshole. I'm like, yeah, he's charming. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah. You got the juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what? Because you got to be a dickhead with a smile, and it kind of makes you giggle a little bit. But you walk away going, oh, what a So it's a douchebag. I, <laughs> I think sometimes people confuse charming with confidence in a way, too. Like, if you if you come into a situation, like a conversation, and you like, you're, like, assertive and confident, and you, like, like exude that confidence, I think mm. that that is synonymous with, like, with charming sometimes you're like wow this person but i think like it plays a part though because if you're not confident when you talk to someone you're not going to be like you're not going to kind of be energetic and be like "Eh, a little shy and weird and you're like well i don't know if that's describing us jeff that's no that's me when i first meet people i'm people are always just like i mean for a girl it's like if you're quiet and shy you're a bitch like that's kind of what people assume about you you because they're like oh you're like you're cold you're not like talkative i'm like i just don't want to talk to people when i'm like working or like i'm tired i just like lifted my body weight like 30 times and you're trying to like talk to me about like some stupid topic and I'm tired. Like, I don't want to talk to you. It's not like an affront to your personality. I'm just not you're, you're like from so. my, my perception, you're quiet and shy, but you don't give off that bitch attitude. You don't get, oh, you well, don't, I don't know. I've heard it before from, maybe it's another, like other women get maybe, that vibe for me, but maybe it's cause you're pretty. So they're like, fucking yeah, it's bitch. <laughs> Like, fucking bitch! And you can do mad shit, and then she was here with her boyfriend, and he's looking at you, and like, I can't do any of that shit. Yeah. She's fucking a- bitch! <laughs> yeah, I literally hear that from him like every day. Like he's always just like, I don't know, I couldn't do that. Josh, or, yeah. or that looks easy. Maybe we'll, throw, maybe we'll get Josh. <laughs> maybe we'll get Josh on at one one point. We'll oh, he's him. he's been begging. He's been begging to come yeah, on. I gotta meet this. Can fucking we asshole. can we just switch roles one day? Like. All the dudes that work here just get up on the bar, and then we'll just. You, I don't want to see that. You might not have a bar left, bro. <laughs> I don't want to see that. No, leave me. Private out party of, only. Yeah, leave me out of that. I wouldn't do that for free. <laughs> Phones are locked in a fucking box, and yes, one time. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta leave. You got, you like, it's like a tool show. No photos, no videos. Yeah, we'd have to <laughs> lose a bet to who's gonna give Melody a fucking lap dance. Oh, gross. It's Josh. De- yeah, it would definitely be Josh. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, see, I have that shit in my head now. Yeah. <laughs> what, Josh giving Melly a lap dance? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! Oh, crazy! Um, but all right, we'll start winding. I was gonna get heavy metal news, and I got distracted by something we outside. Could, we could still do. It. There's a couple stories. Yeah, we want to. You can yeah, shuffle yeah, them yeah, off to on, her. Man, let me let me set it up, man. Let me set it up here. Let me set it up here. All right, here we go. What are you setting up for us? Lucky 13 Podcast. 
Now, the major story that's in the fucking news. Yes. It's this Pantera fucking reunion. Oh, uh, yes. I literally just said that while we were standing outside. Yeah. <laughs> it's the major fucking story. People fucking... I heard... Uh, I was listening to a Rock and Metal Combat podcast with uh, Dr. fucking uh, Wadzilla. Yeah. And shout out to them, bro. I love their show. And they said it perfect. They were like, bro, even if, you, if, you, even if it's not fucking Diamond and fucking and, uh, and uh, Vinny up Vinny, there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, bro, you're still fucking hearing Pantera <laughs> from two of the other original members, man. It's like, yeah. yo, take it with a fucking like a blessing. Yeah. You get to see this one more fucking time and hear that music live in the stadium. That is going to be pretty awesome. I'm going. I, I, I fucked up and I never saw Pantera back in Ozfest. <laughs> I'm going this time, dude. Fuck that. You never man. saw Pantera ever? I fucked up. Well, I had a girlfriend who didn't want me to go to shows and this and that. And uh. all my friends were like, wow, well, come to Ozfest. My fucking friend went to the Ozfest out in the Meadowlands, bro, Giant Stadium. He had the Jesus Krispies fucking give him a ride home because he lost his shirt and <laughs> lost his shoes in the Pantera pit. Awesome. He came outside with just his shorts on and shit, you know, and they fucking, oh, blah, 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 Manson's bad. Yeah, uh, well, we'll give you a ride home. And drove him from nice the Meadowlands to fucking Jersey City. That was very Jesus-like yeah, of them. Yeah, very Jesus of them, bro. <laughs> yeah. But that was one time I missed Pantera, and they said fucking they played Domination. Wow. And the whole motherfucking place, Phil was like, this is domination. Everybody get the fuck down here. They said the whole top fucking tier of fucking giant stadium whoosh, rushed. Yeah. Security couldn't do shit. Rushed to the fucking pit, bro. That, that's amazing. That was back in the day. That's when pits were pits. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that show, man. It'll be good. I'll definitely go see that. And Charlie Benante. You know they're drums. gonna fucking be over here, dude. Oh, of course they're gonna they're be. They're gonna over be here. over here, man. Of course. You better pull some strings, man. Yeah. Pull some fucking <laughs> strings, dude. Plus Please. seven, remember. Yeah. Plus seven. Please, I used, man. Listen, I used to know the one of the security guys at Barclays Center, but I don't know he's gone now. Give him he free drink like tickets or something for here. Bro. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? That guy, he, he got me to have gotten down on the floor a couple times because of him, and now he doesn't work. He moved away. Bastard. I don't know where he is anymore. I don't know anybody over there anymore. I used to know the uh, the guy who ran the. Actually, I do might not know somebody, know but somebody, I do know man. somebody who got me in the like the VIP area one time too. And we were they were like feeding us lobster rolls and all this kind of thing. But so, yeah, what, what do you, what do you guys think about fucking uh, Charlie and fucking uh, Zach fucking taking over? I don't know about Zach personally. Like I like Zach, but uh, Charlie, great choice. I say Charlie. Charlie next to fucking Dave Lombardo is the best fucking thrash drummer ever. Yeah, you know, agreed. Any thoughts mm. on that, Mijin? I mean, for me, it's like, I'll go back to Leonard Skinner being one of the bands that I first saw when I was a kid. I mm. mean, one of the band members is like the original one. Like yeah. all the other ones either died in that plane crash or yeah, over the, the years. The brother was singing that. for that band after right, that, right? Yeah. So it was two brothers. One of them died. The other one took over. Mm -hmm. And people still went to the show. They still called them Leonard Skinner. Right. I think, it's, I think it's, it's cool as long as they're playing the songs and there's couple original members and they replace the members with like legitimate people i think it'll be cool but it, it's gonna crush it's well especially because like there's crush. younger people that haven't been able to see them at all exactly or hear the songs live so i mean i'm one of them so therefore i would be down to see it i mean although i mean i know it's like the two members that people really want to see because it's so like they're like so historical and in the place in the band that it's yeah. like like oh I don't know is it legit but it is like fuck I mean, yeah it's, it's legit fine. it's fine yeah. it's still yeah. Pantera yeah. and I have a fucking goal of wanting to see at least at least every band that I first like when I that first year of me listening to metal I can remember every fucking band that I listened to and uh, Vulgar Display of Power was 
I'm not a huge Pantera fan, but I love that fucking album. It's a great album. I love that fucking album. Like to see them live, like fuck yeah, I want to see that live. Yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah. great. You know, to say that I fucking did, whether it's, it's the, the same or not. Yeah, yeah. And I know, especially when you have two of the original members, it's gonna sound the way yeah. it did in them fucking headphones a million years ago. Fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Especially know. when it's like vocalists, you know, yeah. it's like it's I know it's it's different when like a singer dies and you're like a little like, oh, man, it won't be the same. Like right. like Queen or even like Alice in Chains, for example. But like right, but Queen still that guy's still rocking it, bro. Yeah. yeah and, good, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Alice in Chains. Too, that guy's same. Yeah. And I, I met yeah. him. And I, I, I when I saw them, they I, they were incredible. Like I can't it was say that about I like closed my eyes and it was like really, really good. I can't say that about I mean, I'm, I'm lane to death. bro. Lane, Lane's my guy. Yes. I mean, Lane definitely. But I I saw Alice in Chains and I was like, all right, man, he's doing he's. I still hear Lane's voice even in the new songs. I'm like, I don't hear fucking this. Other. I hear Lane, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my well, head, that, isn't that a, that's a good thing? Though. That is a good thing. That's a scary thing. I might be crazy, yeah. bro. Oh, still well, Lane. It's not Lane, dude. Lane's dead. <laughs> 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 I've seen Pantera like ten times, and I would love to, and I would definitely hey. go see. Shit, uh, I'm old, dude. Never fucking seen them. I'm old. Not that old, dude. I'm old. I saw them uh, uh, first <laughs> not time. That old. First time I saw Pantera though it was it was Pantera opened up for Suicidal Tendencies. Oh yeah, you're oh, old. Awesome. Yeah, you're old. And I was like, I was probably seventeen, I guess, when that came, when that was that happened. for Cowboys. Uh, yeah, it was Cowboys from Hell, and it was Suicidal Tendencies. Um, That's when Phil had the fucking that acapella fucking voice, bro. Yeah, like that yeah. high pitch shit, Cemetery Gate shit. Yeah. All right, that's go, that's it with the news, though. Because one, one, right, one more, one more, one more, one more. All right, I feel that pee coming on again. One more. <laughs> what the fuck is up with Motley Crue fucking using backing tracks for their fucking drums, guitar, and bass? Yo, I just saw them. Yeah, how was it? <laughs> Did it sound too perfect? Not at all. No. I mean, I mean, I I'd, I'd seen them on their last tour a couple times, and honestly, it was a little bit rocky then. How was Vince? Rocky. <laughs> That's nice. You're I mean, being nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were there were mo- I was I was close enough to kind of see their facial expressions. I mean, I'm a huge Crew fan, so like I I love the Crew. I love them. They're like my favorite glam metal band. Like I have a Tommy Lee story from high school that was funny. Like he and Pam when they were still married, like came to my high school to look at the school to see if they wanted to send their kid there. Oh wow! And like he and like they walked in, and all of us were like, well, I mean, I was like that because obviously I'm. A weirdo, and I know who that is, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, leading up to it, it just got so much bad press. Like you, like even on Vince's like solo stuff, everyone I just mean, they, like they this guy's gonna a, crash and burn. They signed a contract saying they were fucking gonna retire, and they were done. Well, yeah. you listen, the shame to me with, with with them is just like Vince Neil, dude. Your job is a rock star. You don't do anything else. You do nothing else. You need to look yeah. like one. Just do, do Get better. in shape. Yeah. Just get in shape. And he shape. had an extra two years to do it, too. Yeah, he you did. You know, like, because, like, COVID shut it down, and I had my tickets since, like, twenty early 2020, and I was like, I all mean, right, so give us give them some time to, like, Your, your boy really from Def Leppard was trying to fucking big up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he could do it. He could do it. The fucking, who's the guitar player from Def Leppard, bro? The fucking one with the six-pack and shit. No idea. <laughs> I don't. I. I do not like that. Def Leppard is my ACDC to you. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, really? I do not like Def Leppard. Like that, that's why I wore the shirt. Yes. You don't like Pyromania, dude? It's okay. I was. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. It's no too romantic. Okay. It's too romantic. Yeah. For you. Listen, I can deal with romantic. I like fucking. Uh, I like me some scorpions and some yes. fucking scorpions. Some, some jerk. No one like really. You, you don't like the bro. scorpions. I'm yeah. Scorpions, you. but you can't compare to scorpions and Def Leppard, dude. I don't. I'm, it's Def Leppard's not my thing, man. Not my thing. Uh, <sighs> Not my thing. Def Leppard is a little bit like higher on the sap 
scale, though. I yeah. would say than scorpions. And Journey, though, I can even deal with a little Journey. Def Leppard, something just gives me the douche. Pyromania is shit. Oh, right. Shit should be on and your the fucking. In the movie they made about it, it was great. It should uh, be on Pyromania? your fucking. It should be on your fucking jukebox twenty four seven. No, it shouldn't. I would <laughs> shoot myself. <laughs> We, we get a lot of it on Saturdays. So. You know what really killed me, I think, about what Def Leppard, though, was, listen, when I was a kid and, like, at the height of, like, when Def Leppard first got huge, like, you just heard it all the time. And, like, yeah. you know, and then people, you know, and, you know, I was, like, thrash metal and death metal and, you know, and I guess everybody, like, I don't know. I'm just making excuses. I don't like that. <laughs> it's okay. It's yeah. Okay. It's not my thing. Because I still like the Scorpions. I don't hate Motley Crue. I like early Motley Crue. Um, Live Wire, Shout at the Devil, Theater of Pain. Like, I like those records. After that, kicked on my fart. I wasn't a big fan. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah. And I still get why people love Motley Crue. Def Leppard. Well, at least Def you know, Leppard still sounds the same. I love that. Yeah, they, they sounded amazing. I heard they it? sound amazing. They sound great. Yeah. Um, what was that? There was that fucking, uh, in like one of the, like joke newspapers it says fucking uh, drummer from Def Leppard so confident he cut off his other arm oh was it hard, was it hard times uh, yeah it was hard in hard times, times. Yeah. Yeah, it was in hard times I love hard times <laughs> it was fucking great oh uh, but yeah dude Vince Neil get the fucking shape and it was funny because honestly like Diane was wanted me to go to that show and uh, you would have killed yourself bro Listen, I it like Joan. It was long. It was like a seven-hour show. I'm not a Poison fan either, but I could. I would like to see Joan Jett, but I know she went on early, and I could sit through Motley Crue and uh, whatever. I would. I would have left when Def Leppard came on, but um, <laughs> but, but I was like, I'm not paying two hundred fifty dollars a ticket, and Vince Neil can't even get his fucking shit together. Fuck yeah. you. You know what I mean? You're right. Like he's a fucking rock star. Do your thing, man. I mean, yeah. dude, I, 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 I'm looking at him and I'm like, bro, you're like 250 fucking pounds. Dude, bro. he was a handsome motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They you know paid you mean? to be 150. I mean, Nikki and Tommy still look great. Yeah. yeah. And Mick Mars is half dead and he looks better than J- Vince Neil. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was watching. He's like, like owning the vampire grave digger look. Yeah. Sure. He wears a hat. He wears it real fucking low. You know what I mean? You can't cover up Vince Neil in a fucking moo You know? <laughs> he could wear so, a furry. Yeah, he should. <laughs> What was that? That <laughs> that one where the abominable snowman. You saw the picture. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like ab- <laughs> abominable snowman. You seen I that? I mean, no. hey, it makes a lot of amazing memes. Yeah. Like, if that's so, anything. There was a great. There was that great meme where I don't even know if it was actually him or whatever, but it was like on Twitter. I will show you after the show's over. There's a picture of David. Uh, Vince Neil next to the Abominable Snowman and they're both like this and it looks just like and fucking Vince Neil like putting a tweet will you motherfuckers stop sending me this <laughs> I don't know if it was a joke or not but it was awesome alright I gotta go piss me right. thank you so much for coming it's been uh, good hearing about your shit and, and great talking to us thank you so much for having me where, where shoot your shit man. Yeah, where, your where shit. can I find your oh, stuff um, Pl- plug your stuff since uh, Instagram won't help you okay well plug my Instagram stuff. is rockerstalker um, I'm here at Lucky 13 Saloon most Saturdays. I will be here the 29th Friday. And then I'm performing tomorrow in Williamsburg at a, an event called Pole Play. It's uh, at 8 o'clock at Velvet Brooklyn in Williamsburg. So if you guys want to come see some live pole dancing, community fun pole show, then come out. We know D won't be there. No. Yeah, you're, you're, you're banned. You're shadow, shadow banned. Shadow banned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> D? Plug your stuff. Nah, they all know, man. Everything's going to be in the fucking description down below, bro. You guys already know, man. All right. 
We'll uh, we'll talk to you. Actually, next week I am going to be in Fire Island, so I won't be here, but I will talk to you the following Fire week. Fest. Yes, yes, <laughs> fuck yes. And then the next week we're going to have uh, Dave Malcolm Brickhouse, uh, formerly of Unlocking the Truth. And we're going to have him on here next week. So it's exciting. It's going to be great. Uh, two weeks. Yes, great, awesome. You better get your fucking. Put a smile on. <laughs> it's great. I love unlocking the truth. Yeah. Come on. You got a brother in the room. Fucking support. Battle guy. He means unlocking the truth like in life, not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Right. Later. Peace.
suddenly Where black faces under white shrouds Rise from concrete floors Piercing white lights had me chasing the sun It's so distant as it calls one by one Can anyone, everyone, somebody hear me? The mind starts racing as the heart grows weary Cause there's no sleeping Sleeping here. Why?